Let's go to uh, Jim in Vancouver. Hey, Jim, welcome to the Lars Larson Show. What's on your mind? Oh, Lars, okay. So first of all, I'll start off saying I don't uh, drink, never have, and I don't smoke marijuana. But I just think your perspective on uh, on marijuana, regardless of medicinal or recreational, seems to be quite odd. Tell me, tell me what part of my perspective, as you identified, is odd. Well, and that's a good question, because to be honest with you, I haven't, I haven't listened to every word that you've said today, but I know that in the past you've been pretty opposed to recreational marijuana. I have. You're not, you're not, you're not for expanding it into the states. Well, hold on. And, no, hold on. I didn't say that. I said okay. I will accept. When, when people in the two states of Oregon and Washington vote on something, mm-hmm. I accept the consequences of their vote, it, which you notice is different than, say, Kate Brown. So last November, the, the, the voters were asked, would you like to give Kate Brown $3 billion of your money? And they said no loudly. And she said, oh, well, we'll get the money anyway. And whereas when, when the voters of either state vote on something and say we want this to be the law, I accept that that is the law. Did I make arguments against it? Yes. Do I think it's still problematic? Yeah. And I feel free to voice my opinion about that. But what part of my perspective that you have listened to do you find odd? Okay, so the good news is, is uh, one of the last callers had talked about prescription medicine, and you had talked about the fact that doctors and organs don't really uh, doctors or, or don't Washington really, really prescribe it in Washington. And the truth of the matter is, is that prescription drugs will kill more people. Every That's not year the point. Ten, tenfold. Now wait. Automobiles kill wait, a lot wait, of people wait, wait. too. What's I, your I point? That. Well, my point is this: is that I personally lost a friend uh, from. Um, the wrong prescription from prescription drugs. My father, who had a stroke. I, I know, but stop, stop, stop. I'll accept 120,000 people a year die because of prescription errors, because of medical errors made by doctors and nurses. God bless them. But mistakes do happen. I'm going to accept all of that. But using that to justify it, do you know why most people want to call it a prescription? Do you know why they're so anxious to say, well, I was prescribed marijuana? Think about why they're saying that. And, I, and I'll tell you why they are. But do you know why they want to? What? You tell me your perspective. Okay. My perspective is that people want to call it a prescription because it makes it sound legitimate. Because in, in their heart of hearts, they know that it's not a legitimate medicine for most people. The estimate in Oregon at the time medical marijuana was passed by the legislature was that 2,000 people out of 4 million needed it for a medical purpose. And then what happened was literally 80,000 people, 80, people signed up for medical marijuana cards and said, yeah, I got to get me my medicine. Well, you know that was a scam. And and I just I don't appreciate the dishonesty of not being honest. I don't if I go home and have a glass of whiskey, which I don't, I probably have a glass of whiskey three or four nights a week a month. So, you know, so I don't but I don't go home and say to my wife, hey, I need a I need a glass of my medicine. Because I think that's ridiculous. It's trying to suggest that that I'm using it as medicine. And people who call their pot medicine and get high are being dishonest. And I don't like dishonesty. And I don't disagree with that. And I think you're right because I think that's the way it used to be before it was legal. Because that way people, it was their way of saying that they were okay to do it. And that was the only way that they had to do it. The, the, the challenge with all that is, is that the exact same arguments can be made against alcohol and can who do you know who them. who do you know who legi- who actually says to you I use whiskey medicinally? No, that's not the point. 
No, the point is, is that you're using a terminology that used to be relevant because before it was legal, that was the relevance. It was okay for me to use it at my discretion when I wanted, so they called it a prescription. The truth of the matter is they were probably going to try to get it by either means. No, but they didn't use a prescription because no doctor in Oregon or Washington prescribes. Because think what, pres- that. what prescribing so my, so, is, is saying you need to take, say, tet- amoxicillin three times a day for 10 days. Right. That's a I prescription. Saying go Literally. out and smoke as much pot as you want anytime you want for the next several decades is not a prescription. It's a joke. Well, have you ever seen pain medication that says take as needed? Yes. I have. So yes. that's a prescription. Well. <laughs> and, and the other aspect about all this that, that is, I find fascinating. There are still and, parameters and for its use, by the way. The, the conversation. Hold on. Hold had. on. Hold on. There are still parameters for its use. Your doctor says take as needed, but no more than X pills in a 24-hour period. Have you Why seen one of those for pot? Why is that? Because it's because it is dangerous to do there otherwise. There right. you go. And guess what? Marijuana isn't. Well, you know, you one week, one week after it. legalization in Washington State, a pedestrian was hit and killed ten blocks from my house by somebody mm-hmm. who decided to medicate himself and mm-hmm. and then was driving home and killed somebody. And I have a feeling we're going to see a lot more of that. We're also going to see more visits to hospital emergency rooms. Colorado has reported that. Bend, Oregon has reported dramatic increases in and many for kids, which I feel particularly concerned about. I agree. I would agree so, with that one hundred percent. So, what part do is my, of my perspective, since we've agreed on almost everything, was the weird well, part? Well, okay, because again, you're talking about old classification. People don't need a prescription anymore, so they're just going to go down to the store and buy it. So that's not an issue. But I can. So it's not medicine that, at that point. Well, that's okay. People that have been prescribed uh, harsh drugs, very harsh drugs, including my father, which was told he could take oxycontin anytime he wanted to for pain, up to a it, point. Well, okay, went into the VA, and he told the doctor, he says, I don't want to do that anymore. He says, I prefer edible marijuana. And the doctor at the VA says, sorry, sorry, we can't talk So let me ask you something. With all with, with 535 members of the House and Senate in Washington, D.C., mm-hmm. why isn't anybody pushing a bill to take it off the federal schedule? Well, I think it's because there's big pharma controlling, absolutely Baloney. 100% controlling our Congress. Baloney. Baloney. Oh, come on, what was the ACA? The ACA would have been single payer if it wasn't for the big money. I, the no, I agree with you there. The on behind that, I agree with you there. But right now, big pharma doesn't make a dime on pot. And if it were legal, right. if That's it were, why they want to make it illegal. No, hold on. If it's legalized, big pharma could jump into it with both feet, and all these little mom and pops in Oregon and Washington would be gone, like that. Well, what happens with with marijuana, unfortunately, is it's something that people can grow, and they can't make their money off the oxycontin. And you want to talk about something that directly relates to this conversation. How about, what, in the last year, the uh, FDA approved OxyContin for kids down to 12 years old to take his prescription? Lars, let's be real. These people know that this half this stuff... Well, what would you do for the 12-year-old with cancer? What would you do with a 12-year-old who goes through cancer? I would give him OxyContin. I'm not going to create an well, addict. I'm not, a, I'm, not, I'm not a medical expert, but I imagine that when they prescribe it for kids, and I'll take your word for it that they do, that is done under very tight controls, and it's done for palliative care, meaning we've got a kid who's just gone through an operation or he's going through cancer, he's going through incredible pain, and we're going to find a way to treat it. But they don't just hand a bottle of pills to mom and dad and say, juice Junior up, uh, you know, until he can't speak. They, they I say, that. you know, and, and that's the difference between the two. But I appreciate your call. You're listening to The Lars Larson Show.